and welcome back to the Remnant Podcast. My name is Luis, aka Audio Life, and this is Danny. Danny, oh, you sound very excited. Oh, how you been? Wow. It's been a couple of days. I've been on the road. It sure has. I really missed you, Peluche. Everybody says they miss me. Nobody gives me money to stay though. I'm, I'm trying. People, subscribe, share, <laughs> like, so I can give this guy money to stay. <laughs> Anyways, well, we're now a couple episodes in. I'm having fun hearing a lot of positive oh feedback, goodness. hearing feedback that we need to sit straighter. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. What's today's topic, Danny? So it's a topic that I feel a lot of us uh, do struggle with. It's a topic that uh, at the same time really allows us to examine ourselves and that's the topic of uh unforgiveness forgiveness that's a hard one you know what and it can't just be for me it's got to be for a lot of people out there too i mean it's it's you know it's the whole turn the other cheek but it's it's very nice to try to say from the altar from the moment as the preaching's going on it's harder to do of course it's harder to do because there's so much emotion attached to when you've been hurt. If you, if you think about it, when it comes to forgiveness, you have to relive that moment and basically submit saying, I'm no longer going to hold on to this feeling. What do you mean? So it's almost like a, like a, a, a double whammy to say, because you have the pain of when, you first, when the action first occurred, right? Mm-hmm. And then you put it away. And that's mm-hmm. the unforgiveness. But then to forgive, that means you have to relive that moment and tell that person, you know what? We're good. I forgive you for wearing the same hat I'm wearing today. <laughs> I forgive you. We're team. <laughs> we're, revi- we're, we're revivalist. Yes. So what examples do you have of forgive and forget? Well... See, we're, we titled this forgive and forget, yeah, but time to bear it all. Uh, <laughs> the, the fact of the matter is, is that you forgive, but you don't forget because you forgive, you move on, but you don't necessarily forget because there is no real forgiveness. If you forget, I don't think I could forget a lot of the stuff that I want to talk about, but I'm sure I'm using it now as a better experience to move on from whatever hurt. It's caused me in the past. Right. I think more right. so now that I'm an adult, more so now that I'm here at mm. City Reach. Right. Okay. But yeah, it, it don't think it goes away. It, well, it, it never does. But we, as human beings, we tend to buy into the lie that if we forget about it, then it goes away. But in actuality, it's the whole sweeping it under the rug. And just mount build. I mean, up, there's a up, lot of stuff up. I've swept under the rug. I may and you have probably, told myself I do a better job at just doing that, which I have, I think. Until <laughs> that's not a good job. No, no, it's not a good job. But unfortunately, yes, you are correct. It is a very primeval defense mechanism I've unfortunately developed along the years. It's a so it is a defensive mechanism, but you have to undevelop it. Correct. Right. And so for me, after digging uh, in the past episodes, we talked about how I went through therapy or whatever. So for me, I had to 
dig deep and actually go forward and having a conversation with my father. The conversation didn't go as I planned mm-hmm. because me sleeping stuff under the rug, something uh, I came to find out, I learned from him. Mm. So after that, I was like, man, I'm like, what do I do now? I tried having this conversation to move forward. It didn't happen. Or should I say it didn't happen the way I thought it would to have closure. But now it's like, we get it. I still have to move forward because it, it was starting to affect me. It was starting to come out in an effect on my relationships, even in my work ethic, which is really weird. I don't know how that connection happened, but, um, and it was again, forgiving, but not forgetting. And I ended up forgiving my father and I still tried to build that relationship with them. I'm not going to say it is the best, but you know, I haven't forgotten about what happened, but the fact of the matter is that that wound is no longer there. It's a scar. Like you said, now I can use that as a tool to help others. Correct. But is no longer an open wound that making me bitter. Okay. I can relate to that. I, here I go opening up <laughs> my turn. So the hardest, there's been, of course, plenty of people that the longer you live, the more they're wrong you. Of course. One of the first people that I can say that wronged, not just me, but my family, was this person who owned his own construction company and, you know, was real friendly and became friends with a lot of people at our church and other uh, churches and everything else. We became real friends, treated my dad like royalty. Right. Something happened. There was a panic in my family. Don't know quite how this happened. I mean, I do and I don't. I just don't want to open up all the doors. (laughs) Uh, But we ended up signing the house over to him. A house that my dad paid cash for. Wow. That in California was like so Well, this was back in 1990. But still. So. And it was agreed that after a certain time, the title will go back to us. Lo and behold. When he gave it back to us, there was a, there was already three mortgages on, on the house, a house that we paid cash. Well, there was three mortgages. So basically he took the equity that built up because it was paid cash Mm -hmm. and took loans against it. Mm -hmm. We lost the house, bankruptcy, everything that my dad worked for properties that he bought, everything gone, gone. How do you come back from that? Like I spent so many years, I think growing up with that resentment planning you know when that inside hatred boiling up and planning how i'm gonna get him back when i grow up have you seen this person i know i if he lives in the same area i may know where he lives i no longer care Mm. whether whether at this point god has forgiven him or not or he seeks forgiveness is better better worded whether he has seeked forgiveness for what he's done right that's on him now I'm older. I live my own life right now. That's, that's a tool that I have in my arsenal to hopefully not let that happen to my family and pay more attention 
and not fall, unfortunately, into that same gap that my family fell into. Okay. So you were saying that you were talking about how you were devising and coming up with these plans and like how you're going to get revenge. So obviously you reached the point when you, you forgave them, right? I think it, I first reached the point where I forgot I could have cared less. Right. Cause then okay. life kept continuing to happen and things changed and other things took priority in my mind. Okay. And it's not until I'm going to say more recent than I'm like, I, I, I ended up doing a, collective forgiveness to a lot of people in my mind and in my head i'm like I, I, it's not worth it it's it's not worth being that angry it takes a lot of energy being that angry i'm now more like i'd rather put that energy into what i do is work this right. my marriage my kitty my doggy um and being a better person and christian i yeah I don't want to be angry no more. I don't want to. Yeah, it, it, it's too frustrating. It's too much of a headache. It really does affect your health because your emotions are tangled up with your health. And right. it's too much. It's it, way it, too it's, much. It's a, it's a lot. It's a, for me, for years that I carried that, it, it was a lot. Like it, it was so easy to pinpoint to one time in my life. And just hold on to that. But it was just killing me on the inside. It really was. It was turning into bitterness that I'm like, I'm a Christian now. I'm serving the Lord. I have my wife. I have my son. But I'm still feeling bitter. I'm, I'm still amargado. And it shouldn't be that way. Right. You know? And I'm like, where's the joy of the Lord? <laughs> exactly. Now, when I say collective, there's a list. Next one on. I, I I I caught on to when you said collective. I didn't. This is the first time I've encountered somebody that's forgiven a multitude of people all at once. I'm not gonna say all at once. I'm just gonna say more around the same time. I I, I don't know what started reminding me of all these moments, and I was just like, eh. it's no longer necessary. It's no longer necessary. The next person, the next person ended up being a best friend of mine like uh, he was my best friend ooh. um there was a lot of things i needed to grow up in right within the age gap of high school towards my early 20s i do understand that very clearly right and i do understand that there was a lot of stuff where i was very immature even up till now i'm very immature in some ways I'll, 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 someone will tell me to do something i'll do the opposite just out of spite i thought i was the only one no 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 that's again that's where i can relate to cats or my dog anyways okay so certain events happened in his life started going south okay then there you know he was heartbroken okay time passed by certain other situations happened and he was just doing something he shouldn't have done he is Family started shunning him, understandably. There was other complications within the within our friendships. Long story wow. short, to not get too much into detail, right? It came to a point where he was actually staying at my place for a while, and he, we, I don't know, we started having this tension against each other because of certain friendships, we, like we both had, and it just. 
I remember I would wake up and he would wake up in my room. My room's small. And we said good morning to each other, but there was already this hatred, this anger at this point. And this has been years of memories and friendship and experiences as musicians, as friends, as a lot of things. And we came to this point where we're saying good morning with anger through our teeth. Like you would wake up like hating the guy already? Both of us hating each other. But again, I'm not going to get into details, no, okay, but, but it was, yes, I'm it was, it was trying, this anger. Yes. I'm trying to wrap my mind As around I'm the still, fact that you're waking up. Like first thing in the morning is I hate you. Because I'm seeing him <laughs> at the feet of my bed. Oh. Uh, so long, uh, long story short, uh-huh. he ended up, there was this big argument, other stuff happened, and then I never saw him again. Wow. He still owed me money because we had, uh, he had, he, I added a, his phone line to my plan. Oh, he owed me a lot geez. of money for back, you know, yeah. and Verizon is not cheap. I, Verizon I, is not cheap. I went through that with T-Mobile, man. So, uh, and, and for years, I had a lot of anger, like, oh, how could you do this to me? Like, I thought we were best friends and this and that. Right. And I didn't, no, actually, I did encounter him one or two times after that. And I kind of did confront him. And there was a lot of people that knew I hated him, like hated him. Because I felt so betrayed. I'm like, man, I thought you were my best friend. Why didn't you tell me about this situation? Or why didn't we, you know... It, it took me a little bit to understand, even though we were best friends, mm-hmm. there was maybe that reluctance because I was immature. Because I still needed to not be as much of a blabbermouth, maybe because of, you know, X, Y, or Z. He was a couple years older than me, so maybe okay. he was seeing and living stuff that I couldn't see at the time of why we couldn't discuss this or even if he would have brought it up to me, what was I going to be able to do? Mm. Things I had to understand later on. Right. Reason I say that person number three. So person number two is connected to person. Number no, no, three? no, 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 no. I'm just bringing up that. Ah, okay. So this, you- this, this brings me to remind myself of person number three and then in a different situation. So when the, when person number two left, did, like he just disappeared or at least went with a group of friends is living out his life. I don't specifically know what he's doing anymore. No, I mean like, uh, cause you said you mentioned that you were living together. So I'm like, do you like he just, show he was, up? He was, no, 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 no. He was staying, he was staying in my house for a little bit. Maybe right. it was maybe the total of two weeks. Ah, okay. After okay. that, I thought he, like, he no, 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 no. He did oh. his own thing okay. and that was it. Okay. So again, Person number two reminds me of person number three. Mm. Person number three. I ended up, I've learned more recently, especially after going through a wedding. Okay. You can't go through a bad situation or a good situation and be like, oh, I know who my true friends are. No. I figured out. I know who my friends are. But maybe I have them in certain categories. I can see that. There's friends and acquaintances and you put them in certain categories. Right. Certain people like, oh, I can trust with this. Let's say it's a five piece, five piece puzzle. There's this person I can trust with the entire thing. There's this other person I can trust with two pieces. There's another one with three. There's another person with none. Mm-hmm. 
I still love them. And if they need something out of my friendship and love for them, I'm still going to help them out. Do whatever needs to be done. Right. But I know what I can entrust them with or I can't. Okay. Person number three was one that I could maybe not entrust some the pieces to. Things happened and I was like, oh, I realized why I wanted to sit down with the person and talk because I knew this could happen. There was a misunderstanding and I was like, okay. Again, I knew who this person was to me. Right. How I treat it. And again, experiences this and that. And when the the misunderstanding happened, I felt very like, are you kidding me? Is this a joke? Mm. Are you really coming at me with this? Okay. Now, a year later, I'm like, more power to him, whatever he's doing. Hope God blesses him. I'm over it. I'm over it. So now on all these different scenarios, these situations that you went through, at what point did you realize that you forgave him? Did you forgive him right away? Is it something that you kind of Well, no. Person number three, it took a year. (laughs) It took a year. Number three took a year. This was a year ago. Okay. Person number two took many years. Person person number number one one. took a decade or more. Because this all happened when I was, I'm going to say fifth grade. Wow. I'm 36. Yeah. Many years ago. Yeah. That's when it all happened and it all went down. All of a sudden we went from living in a house and, you know, to I'm going to say middle class right. without having to worry too much. My dad was retired. So then my mom had to start working to start paying bills. And then all of a sudden, you know, other things started happening. The property started going bad and everything started going bad. Years later, when legally he could not be prosecuted is when he stopped paying the mortgages. And start letting everything fall. Creditors start coming after us. And we're like, what are you talking about? We paid the house off. No, there's three mortgages to your house. And it all went down. That takes a special type of person to like really. Bro, the investigator. There's been investigators and detectives after detectives, after detectives, and they can't get them. They could never get them. Because the statute of limitations. Mm -hmm. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. Like it. Not a special person in the good way, but like for you to actually have the the knowledge, the know-how to this is what I have to do so I don't get in trouble, but they will. Yeah. Completely That's screwed over an entire crazy. family. Crazy. Oh. That is insane. But again, now I'm in a different passage of my life. I'm now in charge of my own family. Now I'm taking this. To make sure that this doesn't happen to me and my family. Right. And that hopefully God give us more wisdom so that this doesn't happen to us ever again. And hopefully if we ever see someone that may be going through it, whoa, 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 whoa. Here's, here's, here's some red flags. Here's some red flags you should pay attention to. Yeah. And then, then again, saying the forgiveness and forgetting, of course, there's, to me, these are, I'm going to say they're not. But I'm going to say these are superficial wounds compared to what we know other people go through in life, other traumas, more 
Wait, I mean, you can't chalk it up to superficial no, 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 because we're we're no, all of course. different individuals. No, no, no. Of course, of course. Very correct. The reason I'm saying it like this, because, again, there are more grievous things that hurt hasta el alma right into the soul uh, that people go through, very unfortunately. And I'm but, like, wow. Uh, I'm just saying, to, like, the, to get to the point of why I'm saying this, <laughs> the reason I'm saying this is uh, because all these traumas that we go through, yeah. we use later in life to hopefully either inspire people, warn people, or prevent fee- people from doing it. Mm, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Again, yeah. things I've learned now that I'm here. <laughs> but now that we're talking about being here, what does right. the Bible tell us about stuff like this? Man, like after hearing those stories, I don't know if I want to read those because I just want to, like, I want to hold on to it for you. <laughs> Man, not worth it anymore. No, it isn't. It's really not. Uh, man, yeah. Um. Anywho, back to Lord, forgive me, because I just thought something really bad. So, like, dude, let's go. Like, you know, you know, you don't lives. care anymore. I know you don't, but like, I care now. <laughs> so the what the Bible teaches about forgiveness, um, which is something I had to exercise. We can read it in Matthew chapter eighteen, uh, verses twenty-one to twenty-two, when. Peter approaches Jesus because Peter in the Bible, he, he was a G. He was the first one to chop the ear off or whatever we have you. Magnificent. Yes. I love him. And uh, then Peter comes to Jesus and asks, Lord, how many times shall, shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Which the examples that we've given, and especially you, we see people sinning against us. Like the whole plan. <laughs> but up to seven times. Peter asked. Jesus answered, I'll tell you not seven times, but 77 times seven. That's a whole lot of times, meaning there's an infinite number of times that you should forgive someone that sins against you. Um, and, it, and it can be difficult. Yes, I get it. But the freedom, the joy and the peace that comes out of forgiving somebody is much greater than holding on to that baggage, allowing it to to turn into bitterness. And I know a lot of people have used this metaphor where they say, oh, unforgiveness is like you drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. You know? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay. But back to forgiveness is key. Because we have to remember that we were first forgiven. So if our creator, our father in heaven has forgiven us for our transgressions, our sins, who are we not to forgive that person that sins against us? Uh, Thank you for saying that. Person number four. Let's go. Me. Oh, what? Me. So... Well over a decade ago, I was in a relationship. Person was great. Person was awesome. Okay. But I was battling with my immaturity, mm-hmm. my ego. And for those that know me, my ego was very big. Huge. Still. Huge. Very huge. No, no. Nothing compared to that. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Lloyd. Arrogance. Again, anger and all those other issues that I was still going through trying to understand my career, trying to understand if I had a career, what mm. my career was. Right. 
where my direction is in life. Okay. Long story short, did not treat the person like she deserves. And mm. that was, I'm going to say, the first time I fell in love. So when it all went south, when everything, when I finally heard, no, right. it's over. It broke me. It broke oh. me really bad. Because then I imploded into myself, look what I've done. Look at what I've done. I've, I've been given this beautiful thing and I wrecked it. Mm. Mm. What followed for the next six years was a lot of the stuff I had already told myself, don't do it because you're going to go to the extreme. I went there. And to the extreme. Raging alcoholic. Wow. Raging alcoholic. Right, right. Um, it was bad. Self, uh, there was a point somewhere in that time. First of all, when it all happened, there was a lot of things that happened when I finally was like, no, nah, this is goodbye. Mm -hmm. I literally, and I don't know if anybody out there has ever felt this, but I literally felt a hole right here. Emptiness, a real, like something was missing. It's like something was physically missing here. The strangest feeling I've ever felt. Complete emptiness. Like I can tell you it started here and it was ended here. That's Complete abyss. Right. It, it, it is a freaky feeling. So Years later, once I remembered all that, right. I was like, maybe I understand why people are like, oh, I feel this empty feeling or people that are unfortunately suicidal, which Lord rebuke all of that. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If they have that feeling, mm -hmm. I can relate to you. I went through it. I went to dark moments and to dark thoughts. Maybe not to that extreme, but I had my dark moments. That was that. I went into self-loathing, did a bunch of stuff throughout the years that I am nowhere near proud of. A lot of stupidities, a lot of this, a lot of that. I put on anger weight. I don't know what to call it. I went up a hundred some pounds in, that, in those eight years. There was a lot of self that I just self-deprecated. It just went bad. Basically, it was self-destruction then. The one thing that I did mm -hmm. positively around that time was I sunk all that anger into work. I, I, I sank all that anger into work. I was so loathing and so, uh, there, there was, a, that's where I lost track. There was a moment in time where I, I was really feeling really, really bad. I was working for us. Can't remember what company an after-school program, and they had me working the phones trying to get information about schools around the area. I would pick up the phone, call, and be like, hi, my name is, oh, I have kids coming. Oh, yeah, yeah after-school program. Oh, oh, really? Oh, okay. Hang up the phone. Literally, as soon as I hang up the phone, that mask would come off. And I'd just yeah. sit there at the desk. Filled with pain, filled with regret, filled with remorse, filled with anger, filled with everything. Mm. Pick up the phone. Hi. I, I know what you mean. I, I had to ask someone to pray for me. And there's so much anger and everything that came out. 
but like a very arrogant boy and like a very arrogant dumb person. Uh-huh. A while later, I picked that baggage right back up. Mm. And I continued, maybe not as self-loathing, but that's again when I started putting all that anger and putting all that into work. And I, I went to a hard extreme. I was working so many hours. More than now? Yes. The only reason you say more than now is just because I travel <laughs> and I do other stuff. But no, this was my learning point. Where uh, I was studying speakers, where I was yeah, studying yeah. sound. I was yeah. really getting into it and really honing into my craft because I, I was like, I want to be something. I'm going to do something. Right. I'm going to be this angry. I'm going to make money. Wow. So I, I mean, it, it is. You're right. It is a positive. It is a positive that you took that anger, but going back to, you know, you're like, oh, they prayed that, that baggage off of me and I picked it right up because we're so familiar with it. It feels yes. comfortable. Yes. And you, when it's off of you, you feel light and like, what do I do now? Here's the thing. So you pick it back up. <laughs> yeah. Years <laughs> after when I'm, when again, my career is really picking up. Right. I'm like, why am I? I remember it was around, I can't remember which birthday. Uh-huh. I was like, why am I still so angry? I literally said that around that time. I was like, why am I still so angry? You forgive me for not going to your birthday party at Dave and Buster's? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're practicing. Oh, that's, that's right. I'd see, I didn't even remember. I remember because I felt bad. I felt, I felt horrible. I'm like. Here we are building this relationship. I have he an, invites I have me an, out to. I have an indifference about my birthday. So people not showing up. It, it's fine. It's fine. <sighs> me too. Uh, yeah. People, that, that, that's a different topic. I know. Okay. But like the same thing with the, with the birthday. Like if people don't celebrate for me. Eh. But I felt for the longest I felt bad. I was like, Yvonne reached out to Ali and she was like, oh, we're going to celebrate um, Louis' birthday at Dave and Buster's. That was fun. We played pool until we got kicked out. And it was in orange and we didn't have a babysitter. So I can't go. See, but now, now I'm more understanding. Maybe I wouldn't have been 10, 15 years ago. Now I'm more understanding. I'm like, oh yeah, kids. It's fine. Like you would have held, you would have held held it against me? No. 15 years ago, you would have held it against me? 15 years ago, I didn't know you. But still, it's a hypothetical. (laughs) Hypotheticals aren't healthy. Anyways. (laughs) That's how you get into arguments in your own head. Exactly. Things that I used to do as well, that I no longer, I try no longer to do. Those are a death trap. Dude. Yes. Because you show up angry to somewhere and you don't even know why you're Or angry. hypotheticals and relationships. Oh, babe, what happened? Nope. 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 That doesn't work. No. That does not work. No, it is not healthy. Nope. To finish up the story. The many years that have come after that. Right. I've gone through even more experiences. A lot of downs, a couple of ups. Eventually made it here. Uh-huh. And that's when things started changing even more. And again, I seek counseling. I've, I've seeked um, advice from friends, from pastors. Right. And it's a little different now. now. Now I look back again. Now I look back at those three plus me and I'm like, okay, okay. It's not worth it anymore. It's Mm-mm. time to let go. I can't do this. There's so many stupidities that I committed. And God's still like, I bet, come here, come here, give me a hand. Come here. Why am I going to be so angry against all this? Yeah. It's over, bro. It's but over. I don't, I don't have time for this. But in the, the strangest thing is that when you're in that situation, 
God is waiting with, waiting for you with open arms and yet you can't even see it. Because for me, it was that self-loathing mode where I'm just like, I'm just going to stay here because this is where I belong. And God's like, come on, get up. And there's still moments where I still struggle with that in certain issues. I'm getting better at it. But there are still certain moments and oh, it's but, hard to dial back. But now there are moments. It's no longer a decade of it. No. So it's, it's, it's progression. Yes. Progression. You know what I mean? So I think this is where we're going to leave it for today. Again, if you have your moment that you're going through, or you can relate to some of the stories we've talked to, and you just want to have someone to talk to, please reach out to us. We yes. are more than happy to answer any questions, any comments, any stories you want us to pray for you. We are yes. more than happy to right do here. so. It doesn't matter if I'm across the country or I'm here. I think we're all family at this point. Yeah, so, guys. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for Thank another episode of the Remnant Podcast. Please like, subscribe, right. follow us on our social media. Share, tell share, your friends, share. tell your pastors, tell everybody you know. Thanks a lot, guys.